acute coronary syndrome basically there is an acute worsening between the demand and the supply of oxygen the most common cause will be a focal damage to the arthromatous plaque causing your activation of your coagulation cascade which causes your thrombosis and a partial or complete occlusion of the coronary artery by a thrombus or there could also be other causes will be prolonged coronary vasospasm there could be an emboli or there could be vasculitis or there could be aortic root or coronary artery dissection now acs whenever you have acute coronary syndrome i'll immediately you'll get a 20 dcg done and on this 20 dcg if there is a segment elevation uh, if there is an st segment elevation then it's a clear cut there will be raised enzymes and that that basically will cause a stemi or that is nothing but your uh, st segment elevation myocardial infarction now if at all there is no st segment elevation and the enzyme levels are normal then it will be called as an unstable angina or if the enzyme levels are increased but there is no st st elevation then basically it is called as non st segment elevation mi and in these conditions where there is no st segment elevation there might be an st segment depression or there could be a not some non specific st stt changes coming to uh, st segment elevation mi so the pathophysiology basically is this that basically there is an atherosclerosis which basically has inflammation and that basically that inflammation has been proved by increased levels of crp levels of fibrinogen levels and uh, this uh, inflammation which is there because we have also found these inflammatory cells within the arthromatous plaque okay uh, they basically cause there'll be some events which will basically cause your uh, uh, what plaque to rupture so basically what happens is uh, you basically have a plaque that basically has either gotten a fissure or ulcerated or basically ruptured this rupture happens whenever there basically is very th- rich repeat core and there's a very thin uh, fibrin cap so um, these whenever this uh, 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 occurs like the fissure or the ulceration or the rupture occurs uh, there basically will be uh, this is basically very th- the thrombogenesis will basically get activated and an acute thrombus will be formed when this thrombus will get formed it basically reduces the blood flow and that's how uh, the uh, the supply of oxygen basically has been reduced so whenever there is um, what basically gets released over here basically is the collagen or the adp the adenosine diphosphate or you have the epinephrine or the serotonin now these components that is collagen adp epinephrine and serotonin they will cause platelet aggregation and they basically form a platelet monolayer and uh, those that platelet monolayer at the same time gets activate uh, the gp2b3 3a uh, gets activated and that will cause your growth and stabilization of the thrombus then further causing the fibrin deposition and clot stabilization occurs and now this has now become resistant to thrombolysis now another component thromboxane a2 will also get released which causes your vasoconstriction and reduced amount of blood flows now if at all you have uh, there is basically a uh, like an opposite thing that whenever there is a small plaque there will be less occlusion <clears throat> but they'll be more prone to rupture but when you have very large plaques which have been formed they are actually they cause more occlusion but they cause they are less prone to rupture but they are the ones which basically cause a chronic stable angina next thing you have is how do you diagnose this uh, whenever there's evidence of myocardial necrosis or the myocardial uh, evidence of myocardial ischemia has to be proved now myocardial necrosis will be proved either by uh, raised or decrease in the levels of cardiac biomarkers the troponin is more specific than ckmb levels and at least one value should be more than 99th percentile of the upper reference limit
along with this you must have at least one of the ischemic criteria that has to be there either you must have symptoms of this ischemia or there must be ecg changes like new onset stt changes or new onset uh, new onset lbb pattern there should be q waves within the ecg and these q waves they basically indicate the volume of the infarct data rather than the transmurality of the infarction next thing is there might be new rwm this is basically an imaging technique uh, imaging evidence which you can call and lastly there could be uh, intracoronary thrombosis which has been proved by an angioplasty uh, by an angiogram or basically by an autopsy now two out of th- uh, two out of three patients uh, two third of patients i would say they have new onset uh, they will have new onset angina uh, or they have a change in their angina pattern during the last 30 days before they got an mi and the pain has now become more severe and does not relieve at rest it radiates till your occiput but does not uh, but not below your umbilicus another cause should be ruled out like pulmonary embolism aortic dissection or you have pericarditis uh, uh then you have cholecystitis and also pancreatitis one fourth of patients they might not have any pain or they might have just mild pain and such patients will generally be the elderly or the diabetic ones uh yeah this this can also be masqueraded as uh, acute heart failure syncope stroke shock or new onset st elevation with or new onset lbb pattern a uh, patient might also look very anxious pale diaphoretic um there could be sinus tachycardia reduction of bp could be because of lv or rv dysfunction or dysrhythmias there could be rails and that is a sign of uh, congestive heart failure due to lv dysfunction or there could be murmurs because of ischemic uh, mitral regurgitation in the lab workup the troponin uh, t or troponin i levels will be increased and that will increase within the 3 hours and it'll continue to be uh, raised if uh, somewhere to uh, at least between 7 to 7 to 10 days uh, and as i told before troponin levels are more specific than ckmb levels the magnitude of infarction um, depends upon how much uh, depends upon how much elevation is there above the normal range imagine you can get an echo done if an lvb pattern must be there so or even you are suspecting uh, aortic dissection or you have an abnormal ecg if typical ecg evidence basically is that you don't require an echo also uh come to treatment at this point of time um you have to give them oxygen there must be pain relief with iv morphine or iv ntg and they rec- reduce catecholamine release they should be aspirin given or they could be clopidogrel uh prasugrel or ticagrelor given the combination of aspirin and uh p2y12 inhibitor basically is better uh you can also add a gp2b3a inhibitors and uh, but these things they will also cause increase in uh, bleeding chances uh and you can also you have certain non-fractional apparent if you're going to plan for thrombolysis or pci has been planned now beta blockers should be used and they reduce the chest pain they reduce infarct size they reduce dysrhythmias only if you're dynamically stable and if there is no blocks and only you can start with beta blockers you should try to avoid nsaids except the aspirin and also avoid glucocorticoids uh coming to reperfusion treatment basically you're trying to dissolve the clot and restore normal blood flow you can have tissue transfusion activators you have streptokinase you have retiplase tenecteplase etc and this must be done within 3 3 to 60 minutes of hospital arrival and within 12 hours of symptom onset complication basically will be intramural intracranial hemorrhage if patient is generally above 75 years of age with uncontrolled hypertension and there is more complication of uh, increased complication of bleeding uh, risk of bleeding uh, especially the gi bleeding uh, with and, and also in people with recent history of surgeries contraindication for hypervision therapy will be <clears throat> if the bp is more than 180 over 110 uh, which is basically uncontrolled hypertension uh, hemorrhagic stroke within the past one year 
known case of intracranial uh, neoplasms, recent head traumas, uh, aortic dissections, uh, active and recent um, internal bleeding.